welcome to Ricky Road Cycling. If road cycling is your new hobby and you want to be better informed to get more out of it, then this is the place for you. I'm Lexi Rose and thanks for joining me. In this episode, we're going to be talking about relatability and about me. Like I mentioned in the trailer episode on the subject of why should we listen to you and who even are you? And I said, I hope you'll find me relatable. That I'm no expert, I can only tell you about my experiences and share my knowledge but I hope you will find that you can relate to some of those experiences and find the content at the right level and therefore find some real encouragement. So yes, this first main episode is a bit of an introduction to me and my cycling background. Not because I want to or because I like talking about myself, but I felt like it was important for you to know a bit about the person behind the podcasts. I'll keep it relatively short and hopefully not too boring, And then I promise next episode we'll move on to proper content and there'll be no more indulgent talk about my life history and about stuff that isn't helpful to you or your cycling know-how. So I actually started out as a ballerina uh, and anyone who knows me will find that almost unbelievable. But just to put some perspective on that, I was really young and it's what my parents chose for me. And I think just because it was run down at the local community centre just a few minutes from where we lived. So We weren't a particularly sporty family and there was no one trying to get me into anything else specific. When I was a little older, like 10 or thereabouts, and I had a bit more of a say, I decided I was going to play rugby, um, probably partly because it felt like the opposite of ballet. Uh, And also for those that don't know, Bath is very much a rugby city and at the time there was a bit of a push to get local schools more involved. And you know, this was the early 90s and English rugby was going strong. We'd made it to the, the 1991 World Cup final and you know, the days of Will Carling, Jeremy Guscott and Brian Moore and so on. And I thought thought it looked pretty cool and I wanted to have a go. Um, And actually I played on and off for quite a few years. Uh, So anyway, really off topic. So I was late learning to cycle. I think I was about 12 or something, which feels quite late. Um, But I remember when my parents took me to Avon Valley Cyclery in Bath uh, to buy me my first bike, which was a giant, uh, so that I could join my mates on the street who all already had bikes. Um, And we were lucky where we lived. It's a street in Bath called Calton Gardens and it's one long street, um, houses all along one side and a a wall and woods on the other side. And it's it's a dead end. So we could race bikes up and down the street all day um, with basically no cars to bother us. I'd often also take myself off on the canal towpath, which runs from central Bath out towards Bradford on Avon. Uh, but didn't do much more on that. And I didn't really have any mates who were particularly into cycling or who wanted to head off as often as I did. So even as a kid, actually, I was often out on little solo outings and I, I really loved it. Then at secondary school, I quickly became friends with a sporty bunch and so did quite a few sports and was always keen, although not particularly talented at anything. I just liked sports. Um, I did rowing and rugby at uni and also squash and basketball. Just one of those jack of all and master of just nothing. Anyway, it was only in my late 20s, about 10 years ago, that I rediscovered my cycling habit. Having felt like I'd tried just about everything else, it dawned on me that cycling really was my favourite sporting thing. I was living in North London at the time. I joined the Welland Wheelers, uh, a great club with a cycling track, actually, um, but quickly found that the club at the time basically consisted of fast men and kids. And so I I didn't last there too long. Uh, People were nice, but I really just didn't fit in. I tried to get sorted myself, but I just had no real clue. I bought a bike that was way too big for me because it was a good deal on eBay. Um, Yeah, definitely don't do that. Uh, I tried cleats, but I just couldn't get the hang of it. I had no idea about route planning or anything really, so I just gave up again. I then joined a running club in North London. Uh, I 
I didn't particularly love running, but I just it just felt so much easier and a lot more accessible um, and easy to get into. You know, it was like you need some decent trainers and you're away. Then a few years later, I was living in Cardiff uh, and by coincidence, some of my work friends were keen on cycling, but in a laid back and kind of accessible way with a range of experiences. So it was easier to tap into that. And that's sort of where it restarted. I bought a road bike from Halfords, which was okay, but I quickly upgraded uh, with some help and some good advice from my work friends. And then I joined a club, uh, Ajax, which was okay, but I just struggled with fitting into the rides that they were offering. I didn't think I could do the distance of the club rides, and I'm sure I couldn't at that stage. Uh, but the only other option was to do a women's beginner's ride, which was lovely socially, but often would have people turning up on mountain bikes who were new to fitness. And I really just needed something a bit more than that. But I was hooked. I loved bikes and I quickly found that I had three living with me in my tiny little flat and did quite a bit of buying and selling. Uh, and I stuck with it, but still found I wasn't really getting where I wanted to be. I wasn't getting what I wanted from it. Uh, I did the women's ride with Ajax and I rode a little bit myself on familiar routes, but I still felt quite frustrated. Anyway, things then finally changed for me. I moved back to Bath, I discovered Bath Cycling Club and made a really conscious effort to up my knowledge and learn. And a combination of some wonderful people at the club, a great local bike shop and tackling my own frustrations with a final push into taking responsibility for just learning and making stuff happen. Well, yeah, that's got me to the point I'm at today. Still lots to learn, but I don't feel daunted anymore. I feel like fine in most bike related situations, whether that's just bike chat uh, or being out on the road, planning trips or buying bikes and kit and so on. So I guess I'm just on a mission to connect with people who are having the same problems as I had. I want to be that step up so you feel comfortable in all bike related situations too. Uh, and if you're listening to this and you feel like that's you in any way, then I'm really pleased and glad that we have found each other. There's plenty of information on the internet, of course, uh, actually so much so that it can be a bit overwhelming. You know, which website, who to go to, does it make sense? People are saying different things. And of course, the, the age old problem of, you know, the things you don't know, you don't know. Uh, how can you go looking for information on something when you don't even know it's a thing? And actually, sometimes, particularly when I was a bit newer to things, uh, when I was trying to find an answer to something on the internet and you know, typing it in and you'd end up reading some sort of blog chat where someone has innocently asked a similar sort of question to what you're asking. And then, you know, the experts step in to answer and it often quickly descends into a sort of battle of one-upmanship and who knows the most. And you read stuff like, you know, well, best cyclist, one, two, three, I think you'll find that blah, 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 uh, with a reply, you know, sorry, speed demon, seven, eight, nine, how can you possibly think XXX? Uh, and yeah, I'm just like, I can't read this. These are not the sort of people I want to be uh, taking advice from. I mean, obviously it's not all like that, far, far from it, but it can just be a bit confusing. That's probably my main point. So as a sort of summary, I guess I always enjoyed riding bikes uh, as a kid, but only a lot later realised that there was more to it and it could also be a fun sport. Uh, although I'd, I'd struggled to tap into it without any real cycling friends or support and only several years later uh, made the breakthrough and got really hooked and now I just love it. I love I love the freedom, uh, I love the, the well-being benefits, I like the techie and the science stuff too to an extent uh, and I'm really grateful that it kept me sane, uh, well mostly it kept me almost sane during lockdown 
uh, and I'm excited about what's next and about where cycling will take me next. I love how so much good stuff can come from just a bike. So a quick reminder of my podcast plan. I've broken things up into different categories. B for bicycle, the bike, the parts and so on. I for itinerary, getting out there, routes, distance. Uh, K for kit, clothes, accessories, tools. Um, And E for extras, which would be a whole mixture of things. Anything from cycling insurance and club riding to understanding professional events like the Tour de France. So bicycle, itinerary, kit, extras. B-I-K-E, bike. The itinerary doesn't quite fit, I know, but it had to begin with an I and it was the best I could come up with. So that's what we've got. Uh, and everything, every month we'll go through something from the B-I-K-E range. First Friday of the month will be relatively short, uh, a bit of an overview of the month ahead and the topics that we're going to cover. Let me know uh, via the Cycle Bean website if you've got any other topics you'd like me to include, that would be great. Uh, so after that initial first Friday of the month, I'll put out podcasts every Monday and Friday for the following three weeks of the month. I've got a plan that runs for five months, uh, which will take us to the end of 2020. Wow. Uh, Where will the world be by then? Who knows? Okay, so just one takeaway from this, uh, just to remind you that we're here to encourage, educate and empower you to get more out of your road cycling experience, just to emphasise that. Um, So stick with it and enjoy it. Okay, so that's it for this episode. Don't forget to tune in on Friday for the first full and proper August podcast, which will be on buying a bike. So thanks for listening. Hope you've got something to take away. Don't forget to tell people, share our love for cycling. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram, and you can also find us on LinkedIn and of course the website cyclebean.cc. Stay safe, rookie roadies. See you next time.